pigskin fans. Fans of the pigskin, the moment you have been waiting for all season is right around the corner, and DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55, is bringing back their golden ticket giveaway worth up to $55 million in prizes. Up for grabs. All you need to do to get your share of these huge prizes is enter DraftKings' free Super Bowl prediction challenge. Once you submit your picks, you'll get a free instant prize up to $25,000. And if you have the most predictions correct, you could win the top prize of $1 million. So download the app now, enter the free prediction challenge, answer questions like who will score last, and boom, get ready to make it rain. DraftKings has paid out over $7 billion to its players since 2012 so they know a thing or two about paydays. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code DNVR to enter the free $55 million Super Bowl prediction challenge. Everyone gets an instant prize up to $25,000 just for playing. So use promo code DNVR now and enter the free $55 million Super Bowl challenge. Only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55. Terms and conditions and eligibility restrictions apply See DraftKings.com for detail. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome to That's Good Sports. I'm Brandon. Watson is ready to find his new home's Perna. A little Arthur Conan Doyle humor? Anyone? Deshaun Watson has officially requested a trade again. And TD Ameritrade has officially put several restrictions on certain transactions involving GameStop and AMC, which makes Wall Street hedge fund douches just like the Houston Texans front office douches. Totally cool with trading whatever, as long as they're in control of manipulating the game. But as soon as the people take control, ho oh, Houston, we've got a problem. Yesterday, the Texans announced that 65-year-old allegedly real person, David Coley, who absolutely nobody was considering as a head coaching candidate, would be their next head coach. Coley was the Baltimore Ravens assistant head coach slash wide receivers coach slash passing game coordinator, which are just a bunch of nice titles you give to the oldest guy in the building so he still feels useful. It's why everyone at the White House calls Joe Biden president even though we all know Kamala is doing all the work. After that hiring, it took less than 24 hours for Deshaun Watson to publicly demand a trade. So let's dive into where Watson may go, what he may cost, and why he's right in wanting to get out of Houston. It's good sports. <laughs> To me, the funniest part about Deshaun Watson demanding to get out of Houston after signing a long contract to be there is nobody blames him. Nobody is defending the Texans organization right now. That should tell you how bad it is down there. Former players speaking out against him. No current players lobbying for Deshaun to stay. It is a bad situation in Houston. So bad that lifelong fan Brett Coleman is jumping ship. Come over to the Broncos, Brett. Come on. Water's uh, it's a little cold here, too. 
Anyway, ESPN is titillating fans on Twitter with trade proposals the Texans could consider. They have the Jets offering their two first-rounders to give from this year. The Dolphins could also offer uh, the first-rounders this year, the third overall, which isn't as good as the Jets at number two, but then again, the Dolphins have the 18th overall, higher than the Jets at 23, and possibly more appealing uh, quarterback situation with Tua. Then you can start looking at Carolina and Denver, who would be giving a lot more in terms of future first-round picks going all the way into the year 2023. And don't even try me with the Patriots trade scenario. Watson doesn't want to play for any more demons from the cult of New England, plain and simple. Although, how could he pass up a chance to play with Nikhil Harry, Jacoby Myers, and Gunnar Olszlechlukadichiga? No, no offense to David Culley. Uh, I'm sure he's a, a great guy, but his hiring feels like he was the only man willing to accept the job. Also, if you are really rooting for Eric Bieniemy. Be happy this wasn't the gig he was offered. The Texans are going to be the biggest joke in the NFL for a long time coming once Watson leaves. That is the type of head coaching situation you'd have to be a real cully to want. Cully was the infamous assistant head coach and wide receivers coach the year that the Kansas City Chiefs went an entire football season without throwing a touchdown to a wide receiver. That was in 2014, and they are the only team to do that in the 16-game era, and the first team since the 1964 New York Giants. If Andy Reid doesn't keep you around, then I'm not sure you've got what it takes to lead, who in my opinion will be a Hall of Fame quarterback when he retires in Deshaun Watson. Now trouble started brewing in Houston the day Deshaun Watson pulled his bloody finger out of the Chinese finger trap that is Bill O'Brien's chin dimple as this photo evidence indicates. Back when we thought O'Brien was the biggest enemy of State Watson. Instead, it turned out to be an incompetent owner who is being puppeteered by a power-hungry religious nut in Jack Easterby. In my opinion, Jack Easterby really is Paul Dano from There Will Be Blood. And Cal McNair is Daniel Day-Lewis. If Daniel Day-Lewis were a coward in that film who never figured out how to drink a milkshake. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Deshaun Watson, well, he's the pulling pin. Now, do the Texans have any leverage here? Not in my opinion. Per Adam Schefter, this is their financial leverage if they choose to look like the biggest jerks in the NFL. They can fine Deshaun Watson $95,000 for missing minicamp, can fine him $50,000 per day for each day of training camp missed, plus one week salary, uh, $620,000 for each preseason game missed. If he retires, the Texans can collect $21.6 million. NFL quarterbacks make such absurd money these days that I guarantee Watson would find it worth it to sit out, just like it was to Carson Palmer when he left the Bengals. And the money is much bigger now. What's the realistic price for a Deshaun Watson trade, though? And why would the Texans be wise to oblige their disgruntled quarterback? We've heard several times now at least three first-rounders. And those ESPN mocks I started the episode with are kind of in line with that. I think it depends on if there's a quarterback the Texans like out there that can be packaged in the trade deal. 
Houston would be smart to move Watson and move him sooner rather than later. Shackling a star quarterback to a team will do more harm than good to the team. And if Houston, just for argument's sake, uh, has the right front office in place, uh, should be excited at the possibility of building a team in their vision with a bunch of draft capital. Just days ago, Adam Schefter went on to television and said the Packers have no control over Aaron Rodgers, and if Aaron Rodgers wanted to leave Green Bay, they could not stop him. The same is true for Watson, and the Texans, as an organization, have far less clout than the great history of the Cheeseheads. So I don't think there's anything Houston uh, can do to keep Watson. And Deshaun has a no-trade clause in his contract, which means Houston can't just send him wherever they want, which according to my sources was uh, the Chinese Basketball League. That was their first choice. Miami is an attractive spot for the Texans because they can send Tua back, plus the third overall pick, which of course came from the Texans in the Laramie Tunzel trade. You can tell Houston really thought that pick would be in the 20s or 30s. And Miami, along with New York, the Jets, are the two landing spots most likely for Watson. Why? Because those are the two fucking places he said he wants to play. They're the two teams that also have the required draft stock to make the trade, assuming Robin Hood doesn't shut down. Plus, they can offer quarterbacks as part of their deals. If I'm Watson, though, I would wait and see uh, who Miami hires as their offensive coordinator. We keep hearing about Robert Sala and Brian Flores, which I think are two guys Watson will appreciate playing for as head coaches, but his relationship in his next home will depend heavily on who the OC is because neither of those head coaches are offensive play callers. The Jets took the brother of Matt LaFleur and Mike, so assuming Mike is on the same level as Matt and not one of those siblings everyone at the family reunion asks, ugh, what happened to that kid? like they all do with Rob Ryan, then I love that pairing for Deshaun Watson. The Dolphins are reportedly most interested in bringing in Bill's quarterback coach and former Miami Hurricane Ken Dorsey as their next OC. Hurricane Ken. That sounds like the most dickless natural disaster of all time. But knowing the work he did with Josh Allen and the similar playing style Allen and Watson possess, that might be a solid fit as well. What Watson needs to consider is that he may have a coaching staff he likes more in place with the Jets, but the trade-off is a less talented roster than what's happening down in Miami. Both AFC East teams, both desirable destinations, but it's very close. And if it were me, I'd take the better weather and tax-friendly haven that comes with playing in Florida. Remember earlier this year, Tom Brady said he could never move back to the Northeast again and deal with their winters after spending a season in Tampa. So maybe that's important. Now, Bill Barnwell from ESPN thinks it would take the Broncos, two first-rounders, two second-rounders, Drew Locke, and Tim Patrick to get Watson. To me... That's a price where you pull the trigger. I'm not sure why there's a gun everyone fires when they need to agree to a trade, but that's how the saying goes. They say there's no price high enough for a franchise quarterback, but that's not true. Teams need ammo to put good players around that quarterback, otherwise they're just the Houston Texans. That's part of the reason uh, Deshaun Watson and Aaron Rodgers are pissed right now. Meanwhile, Watson refuses to talk to anyone in the Texans' front office, 
no Nick Casario, no Snake Oil Preacher Easterby, and no Cal McNair. He's doing work in the Houston community still, which speaks to his character. And just to sum it all up, unless you're the Chiefs or Buccaneers, you should be asking about Watson. Actually, Watson would be a huge long-term upgrade over Tom Brady in Tampa, so they should inquire as well. Do the deal quickly, Tampa, and Watson could be starting in Super Bowl 55. That's what I'm talking about. Ian Rappaport even uttered the words, Denver Broncos, as teams that should be all in on Watson. Deshaun had a career year in Houston, uh, statistically, without DeAndre Hopkins, throwing to guys like Chad Hansen and Kiki Cutie while his head coach was canned midseason, while the Texans had one of the worst defenses in the league, and while Bradley Roby and Will Fuller, his favorite receiving target, missed the end of the season with PED suspensions. So pretty much anywhere Watson goes will be an upgrade. And if you put Watson on the Chiefs, he performs just as well as Mahomes. That's not an opinion, it's just how good Deshaun is, and God, I would love to see him battle against Mahomes twice a season in a Broncos uniform, but Watson, having final say, must consider which team can continue to compete roster-wise after they give up what is required to get him. And as much as I love the Broncos, I don't think it's realistic. They don't have ownership in place. And unless Watson has a guy in his back pocket ready to buy the team, I can't believe he would leave that key decision up to fate. As promised, I have your big dick Patreon shoutouts. Doc, I hope the only Corona Brandon has is the crap Romo slings art slop. Let's see the mullet, donkey boy, KC all the way. Well, we gotta get to 500 new Patreon donors in less than a week, so you guys need to step it up. And then yes, I live stream myself getting a, mo a mullet here on YouTube. And the awesome possum wants you to know he's on TikTok at the underscore awesome possum and NATO Ray. An old shout out I had to bring back because I forgot down in Australia, Saints and Chiefs fans living in harmony. Hope you liking it, da nanda, da nanda. Noah, Espenshade, Lucas, La Siege, Paul, Thank you, Brandon Perna, for the birthday shout out to AppCaptainKid124 on Twitter last year, in case you say it again. Uh, you're welcome. And don't forget, Patreon, our Zoom meeting is tonight for all $10 donors. Denver Broncos, Denver Broncos, Denver Broncos, Denver Broncos, Denver Broncos. Oh, thanks for watching That's Good Sports. Please subscribe here on YouTube. I'm on Twitter at Brandon Perna, Instagram at BenchwarmerBrew. That's where I'll post these videos sometimes. <laughs> pigskin fans. Fans of the pigskin, the moment you have been waiting for all season is right around the corner. And DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55, is bringing back their golden ticket giveaway worth up to $55 million in prizes. Up for grabs. All you need to do to get your share of these huge prizes is enter DraftKings' free Super Bowl Prediction Challenge. Once you submit your picks, you'll get a free instant prize up to $25,000. And if you have the most predictions correct, you could win the top prize of $1 million. So download the app now, enter the free prediction challenge, answer questions like who will score last, and boom, get ready to make it rain. DraftKings has paid out over 7 
billion dollars to its players since 2012 so they know a thing or two about paydays. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code DNVR to enter the free $55 million Super Bowl prediction challenge. Everyone gets an instant prize up to $25,000 just for playing. So use promo code DNVR now and enter the free $55 million Super Bowl challenge. Only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of Super Bowl 55. Terms and conditions and eligibility restrictions apply See DraftKings.com for detail. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.